4. Home is the Om. Chapter 32. In Lightning. It happened in a flash. That's when lightning struck the tower, which was shaped like a great pyramid hidden within Earth's forest, and there my soul erupted when thunder rumbled about the source's limitless power. The last thing I remember is when the kitten named Kismet came along. Then Kali's energy exploded as a flash of light struck the land. We burst into a bolt so bright and intense, and this enlightening quality created the union to shed new light on the many beings, creatures, animals, children, women, and man. Now a golden crown tumbled down the pyramid, and I was aware I had regained the sight of material form. But somehow I was still invisible without a body, like a spirit yet to be reborn. Wind circled this pyramid as I danced in the air, and wherever my mind went, I was always right there. But that crown was glowing, and so it settled at the bottom of the temple steps. There I saw a dark man rise from his slumber when I was in disbelief of what happened next. That crown landed at Otto's feet, and that man was my long-lost brother. Then behind him was the woman named Manuka, who I believed to be Otto's secret lover. The lightning was gone, but that bolt had sent me back to the earth, and now I heard my bride whisper, Go on and pick a new birth. Dashing through the forest, I searched near and far. Swirling within the wind, I was guided by the light of the stars. Go on and fetch us a new body. Do you prefer a rabbit or a fox? Maybe pick a creature with wings, like an eagle or a hawk, she said. I looked back to my bride as she hovered at the peak of the pyramid stone structure. This was an ancient four-sided temple, and now I realized that no one could even touch her. She too was invisible, since neither of us had a form, and yet I knew it was she who had conjured the electric energy that sparked the lightning summoning the onset of Rudra's storm. Then high up in the universe, I looked to the heavens above. There I saw Orion's belt, where Rudra held his bow and shot down arrows of love. Each bolt rattled the land with its light, but none quite like the bolt that sent me to the pyramid's peak. That's when I saw the goddess calling me back, and now my soul flew like a bird back to her mystique. Perched upon her arm, not a soul knew we were here. Yet three people waited at the bottom of the pyramid, hiding from the storm, but neither Otto, Manuka, or the man I couldn't recognize showed an ounce of fear. Otto picked up the crown, but he did not gaze up to where the goddess's lightning struck. Rather, his attention was focused at the base of the pyramid, where a doorway was tucked. Within that doorway, I felt the force pulling inward like gravity. This was a portal beyond logic, and this embodied the darkness of my bride named Maha Kali. Standing upon the goddess's shoulder, I viewed her entire earth like a great cathedral and home. Then a moment later, lightning struck the peak of the pyramid again, a sure sign the goddess had taken back control of her sacred throne. And who dared to rise up against her? No man could conquer such a force. She was elusive like the wind, riding upon the back of me while I galloped like a white horse. Whatever she asked of me is exactly what I was called to do, and wherever I felt her intuition linger is where I was led through. Maha, do you hear that door buzzing? What is within that mysterious portal? Even those humans are aware of the energy, 
Yet I do not imagine it was made for the mortals. That is the gateway of death, the entry after life. And anyone who goes through that gate will be slain with my divine knife, she said. Otto held the crown when he approached that mystical door. Then Manuka waited behind him with that other man who resembled a great teacher while the rain continued to pour. Through that water something appeared, and a miraculous event occurred. I realized I had the Ankh still within my chest, and there I saw their bodies in whichever layer I preferred. I could see their physical bodies on top, and under it I found layers of emotions, mental auras, and spiritual bodies radiating with great light. Without words, I could see exactly where their soul's journey located them upon the great tree of life. The moment Otto picked up the crown, his aura radiated like Kether. Then he handed the crown to the other man when I heard him speak to him and her. Wear the crown, Francis, as you are the teacher of the Franciscan order. I do not have the wisdom to interpret the sacred mystery such as this, but rather I will protect the land and its creatures from the forces of disorder. May this be our turning point, like the shifting of the tide. Surely you are the inspiration of this world. Prove that we all stand on one united side. The world needs an honest leader. Can you teach us how to make sense of our mistakes? Lead us into truth, for this crown is our destiny and fate, said Otto. Francis took the crown and placed it around his head. And what should we make of this gateway, he asked. The portal of the dead, whispered Maha Kali. Now Francis glowed with Kether, and there I saw Otto's aura shift in size, color, and shape. I could see exactly the trajectory of his soul, which connected his spirit to the thread of his fate. Each living person was driven by the spirit, and it was dwelling within the tree of life. Even though Otto's body was here, it appeared like his soul was on a great ride. I could see exactly where he was on the path. I could outline the dilemma of his soul. All spirit appeared through him as one unique manifestation of our whole. Brave and just, Otto took a step closer to the door of death, and there it sucked at his soul like a vacuum absent of breath. The closer he got, the weaker he became, and there I saw the layers leaving his body while only the true spirit stayed. His body grew fragile, and the portal tugged on his soul. His future potential surrendered within him before he took a step back and regained control. As he moved away from the door, I watched those inner layers re-emerge. His spirit was like a fire from which the soul surged. And that doorway was an unknown, something like a breath blowing a candle out. I didn't blame him for stepping away from the mysterious gateway, because nothing was certain if he took that route. Bring forth what is within you, and what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you don't bring forth will destroy you, said Kali from atop the pyramid. Can they hear you? No, she paused. But in time, everyone will be aware of me. She raised her hand in the sky when my instinct carried me back to her perch. Gazing into her empty eyes, a million questions began to search. Who was she, and where was she from? Had she one face, or was she the infinity of the rising sun? She appeared like a dark magician or spirit. Was she a warrior of the light, or a force within the darkness, exposing sacred mysteries in plain sight? 
and somehow my friends were called here. Surely they were aware of her secret powers, but had they placed the Ankh in their heart to locate her spirit? And yet they had still been called to gather at the base of this pyramid-shaped tower. Where does the gateway go? Go within yourself, to that place where you first found the darkness beyond the light. It is the darkness that makes the light shine, and that place is the source of God's eternal sight, she said. I flew from her arm, or had she tossed me back into the air? But what did it matter? I rode Windhorse, free from suffering, like a bird without a care. But who was I? Now what had I become? I was a timeless soul floating upon the earth while these three human friends were living in bodies and still on the run? Yet their soul was eternal, but their bodies were trapped in a maze like a mad game. And now I noticed that even though these souls were different colors, the source within them was exactly the same. Why, of course we were the source. But there were many aspects to these planes. My friends existed on higher levels, while other animals were further down, and so this tracked the development of our spirit as the body navigated the soul around. Since I was a simple soul wandering, I could pass through life to view it from all angles and various sides. No longer was I stuck in a human body, but rather I could see out through God's spiritual eyes. Everywhere I went, I could hear the voices of each Sephiroth, and I could tune into the higher beings and angels, and that's when I heard a whisper in the voice of the thrice great Thoth. Go on and tame that lioness named Kali. It is you who must remain in control. If she gets too wild and crazy, then we might break the link back to the divine, and you'll cut off the connection to the higher soul. She is brilliant with her tricks. She is the divine flow of the spirit woven throughout eternity. But if you let her loose, then the whole world could turn to anarchy, said the voice of Thoth. I had journeyed far from the pyramid's peak as I ventured out to explore the land, and as I heard what Thoth had said, I spoke back to that one invisible man. How can I tame her when I'm not even sure what I am? I drift wherever she needs me, and it is I who am a follower of her divine plan. Human no longer, you are the spirit of the divine. Taming Maha Kali is your path forward. Pay attention, and the tree of life will send you signs, said Thoth. But what am I? With the head of a lion and the body of the snake, you are the urge of the demi, the lightning strike that jolts earth awake, said Thoth. Everywhere and nowhere, I was present right here. I was one for all, and every moment was a moment I got to smile at fear. I explored the dark caves, and I looked into the places I felt I never belonged, and there I felt pulled to the edge of the water when I waded on the shore of a very quiet pond. Now a crocodile's eyes made me curious, then I watched it open its jaw. Waiting within its mouth, I saw the spirit of Jane emerge when a black cat stepped forward with feline paws. This black cat walked towards me, and this amazed me beyond what words could describe. That was my friend Jane who had come to save me. And how in the world? Jane hadn't died? Jane, is that you? Look at that. She only speaks cat. Oh, I'm just playing, homie. What it do? I bet nobody in all history could imagine what you and I have been through. It's good to see you, Dionysus. I knew you'd come back. The Great Spirit sent a ghost my way, and it said you'd know what to do. So now how do we get Earth 
back on track, asked the black cat. It's a miracle to see you, and I suppose that's nice to know. But I'm not Dionysus, and how did you get in that cat's body? Did you follow the path where the grapevine grows? I went into the interior castle, and I scaled the seven heavens before they sent me back to earth. Call it whatever you want, but all of us awakened beings know the path is rebirth, said Jane. Why, look at that. Her soul is exactly the same. Well, other than the fact that her spirit is living in the body of a black cat, she's just like I remember her. She's the same old Jane.